right, so for the new incarnation of Three Old Geeks, the animated series, we are reviewing both Justice League Unlimited and Avengers, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and we are on the Avengers episode, Meet Captain America, which debuted on October 24, 2010, along with the rest of the micro-episodes, directed by Sebastian Montez, written by Paul Giocapo, and this is the debut of Captain America in World War II, sort of towards the end. So, Cap being my fav- one of my favorite characters of all time, wasn't that crazy about this episode? It had some good points to it and stuff like that. <coughs> the best, the, the good thing about it that I thought was there was a couple of like monochrome where it was like the red, white, and blue and kind of cap and a silhouette. And it reminded me for some reason of like Frank Miller or something like that. Okay. But it was okay. really interestingly, like he, it was more like he was like a symbol as opposed to like even a person and he was just wading through guys. And I just thought that was just really well done. Yes. I will agree also. Okay, what else we got for goods, boys? You know what? Uh, uh, you could go with a good... The Howling Commandos, to see them. I love the... the, the that's... Yeah, and then they, they had the patch. Yeah, and, but then, really and they kind of changed it on the patch. What was it? Uh, it was Howlers. Howlers. Yeah. Um, but to see them all... Yeah. And that they gave each of them kind of their little moment. Yeah. A little five-second boom. Yeah. They threw Wolverine in there, yeah. which was yeah. uh, different but fun. They've done that in I, the comics. Yeah, yeah. I thought they, they did that in the comics. Retconned where he had, he was in fighting with Cap in World which War II. Which is stupid as shit, to be honest with you, because he's fucking Canadian. But no, There's Canadians in World War Two, dude. I know, but not in the Holland Commandos. There was an English guy in the Holland fucking Commandos. Fucking Kirby would have never had out. All right, Kirby all right, would have right. never put a Canadian in. He'd have never done it. He didn't hate him. He just didn't do it. Didn't <laughs> he didn't understand the Canadian. Uh, eh? Tim Horton. <laughs> What's that? The poutine? Poutine? Oh, that's Would delicious, you... dude. I, yeah. I know. It just sounds dirty. <laughs> Come on. I'd like to get me some of that poutine. <laughs> it's not even subtle. It's wow. <laughs> wow. Keith, did you have any goods out of this one? Oh my goods drained out of me. <laughs> yeah, he does that to people. He killed it. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> All right, I did not have any bads per se. Nothing that took me out of the episode. I thought it was pretty solid. I thought it was a... Um, I didn't particularly love the <coughs> retelling of the death of Captain America. Ah, uh, that's way. lower on my yeah, list. I, I disagree with that. But actually, story-wise, I wasn't crazy about, and I know they kind of did it to kind of establish Asgard and stuff like that. I wasn't crazy about the whole Hydra plot to bring over mythological yeah, but, monsters. But ex- yes. the world. I thought that was kind of weak. But it yes. explains later when when Zemo's doing it. Yeah. So it, no, it does. It sets it up the rest of the series. It is setting up the whole yeah. thing, and that's a big chunk of the series. Yeah. So I can see where this works. Otherwise, yeah, I might have, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but if you know about the rest of the series before watching this episode, well, yeah, okay. then you can tie it all together. But, but if you don't, but when Zemo's all sudden, shit. when Zemo's all of a sudden summoning these guys, you don't know where that. How do you learn how to do that? That would be a haunt for me. And this has been answered prematurely. You should know about that. Again, <laughs> all right. Give me some of that. Keith, did you have any bads? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Well, my only haul was. Um, I'm all for Cap being the leader and giving the troops a rousing speech, but in the middle of a combat zone, I think a sniper would have picked him off. 
I just, I thought that was kind of a, they should have done that, like, when they were on the boat or something like that, as opposed to, you know. The timing of it. Yeah, yes. the timing yeah. of it was a little little yeah. off or whatever, so. I didn't even think about that, but. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. That didn't, that didn't. So, what what did you guys have for uh, for Haas? I didn't have any Haas. No Haas, huh? uh, I had one. Uh, I thought Cyclopses were Greek mythology, not Norse. Good point. I think the goat, there was like a goat man, too, and I thought yeah, those yeah. were like more yeah. like a Greek thing yeah. or something but, like that. No, the Gerd and Ferdin? Gurdenford? <laughs> those are the one. Those are the one-eyed. The Gurdenford. The Gurdenford. Okay. All right. Well, I, um, I actually, Brian, disagree with you. I thought the retelling that uh, I thought bringing the retelling of Cap's origin to a new generation, especially in this capacity, was fucking awesome. I just, I, I, I think that everybody. This, that's one of those ones that everybody should know it as much as like Batman or Superman or whatever. I think that was great. And then I love the fact that they just they they brought Kang right in. Yeah, that uh, that was interesting to me. Okay, that could be a huh for me. Okay, that I didn't uh, until you said that. Again, a lot of these huhs and goods and bads come up while we're talking. That's fine. But That's uh, do how does the master of time guy can watch it all play out? See, you're not starting to get fucking understand that Captain America was found. I watched him dead. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You watched him go into the water. And then he's brought back. And how do you not have another That's fucking reference? That's the whole reference? problem with time travel and time masters and stuff like that. Is there's that all, you was, can always point holes it's, in it. But it's not. It's that's not just a hole. Start deleting it. That's not a hole. That's give me Captain America news ever, and it's gonna go ba 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 nineteen forty five stop, and then ba 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 two thousand eleven start. Oh, and then Cap's found. What? Yeah. Wait, what? If I were a time guy, I'd be like, what? He was found. I know about this now. How does Kang not know? Uh, and then they gave him the uh, the sympathy thing. With the oh, wife well. who's phasing in and out. All Marvel villains, all he... villains in, in most movies are sympathetic villains. With He's the exception still... of Red Skull. They all have yeah, Red Skull's sad, not. They have sad stories. Well, cause He's Kat... still Kang the Conqueror and he's still kind of a bastard. And I liked him. Yeah. I liked the, I liked how they presented him. Uh, Kang is not one of my favorite. Films. No, he's not, and he actually becomes one of them in this series. Yeah, it's just cool. Uh, but just to go, I don't disagree with bringing the origin of Captain America to a whole new generation of people is is a bad <clears> thing. <throat> I wish they would have done it and not added mythological beasts and a rocket. Okay, you know, yeah, uh, well, the rocket was that was part, that was in the kind of, but it was it was pretty. More like a V2 or yeah, something. Yeah. It was like, a different rock. Yeah. It was more, you know, I'm watching this going, Bucky throws that, that grenade on the door, which, by the way, Glee, loved that it was skinny little Bucky. Yeah. Uh, the, the design for Bucky was so spot on. Yeah. Uh, but he throws this hyper-technological grenade at the door and blows the fuck out of it. I'm thinking, you know, if you'd have given four of those to the guys behind you, yeah. this would have been a whole different gig already. <laughs> Already, where are you getting these? Yeah, you I, I don't like when they do. It's this time period, and then they hyper technolize. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. What you're how right. your your fucking brain? If you were in 1945, walking into the Red Skull's lab as he's bringing these mythological, it, cool. it would just shut fucking down. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you got. What are the little things? These little things power an entire computer because they had tubes. Yeah. Which, by the way, interesting story. The tubes are the reason we have astronaut suits. We'll talk about that offline. Vacuum tubes. Okay. I like the frost giant. I thought that that was cool when he was coming through. 
was at the end. Y- was that Ymir officially? I, 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 I think so. It's hard to tell because, again, the animation in this, when, when you see these characters later on, they all look sort of... I think up. it was his brother, Ebert. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it was a Ferd Gurdon and Ebert, uh, which is Ymir's brother. All right, so are we on your Glee yet, or...? or... Oh, did I have Glee? Did you have Glee? The design of Bucky. Okay. I thought that they killed him. Was cool. Okay. You know All right, Keith, did you have any, have any Glee in this episode? <laughs> like I said, you know me and sidekicks. No, I... Uh, I did, did your hate go to all sidekicks or just Robin? Robin is the main one. So you hate Bucky just a little bit less? I, uh, Robin makes no sense because your parents were killed by guns and, and you're going to bring a kid into this. It makes no sense. Like I said, I... But his parents were killed by acid. Bucky's? <laughs> what? Robins. Robins? Yeah, they, they put acid on the ropes and it broke. The trapeze. Yeah. Oh, they the me. fuck? Don't you read comic No, books? but I'm talking about Batman's parents were killed by I guns. know. All but... right, we're, okay, for, okay, just... Was there any glee for you, Keith? Jesus Just Christ. annoying you. It's really fun. Uh... No, the the whole origin of, of Captain America. I love that. I love the fact that they, they did. They had a similar ex- explanation why he ends up in the ocean. It, it, it was pretty much a story, different rocket, or, I guess. But, you know, I just the fact that they're following the comics in a lot of this. Yeah. Okay. All At right. least the basics. Yeah. I, I like that, too. All right. So what was the star rating on this one, boys? Uh, two and a half. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, if it would have been a different kind of Hydroplata might even be higher. I'm going to say solid two and a half average episode. I'll give it a three. All right, that's our opinion. Let us know what you think. Because there's Thor people in it? No, there weren't. The, the, the Thor bad guys. I know, but there were Asgardians. You like that shit. Not the Cyclops. The Yerdengurden? <laughs> the Yerdengurden. Not the Yerdengurden. <laughs> All right, so for the newest incarnation of Three Old Geeks Animated Series, we are reviewing both Justice League Unlimited and Avengers The Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and we are on the Justice League Unlimited episode Fearful Symmetry, which debuted on September 4th, 2004, uh, directed by Joaquin Dos Santos. Uh, The story was by Stan Berkowitz, and the teleplay was by Robert Goodman. And this features, boy, it's got one of your favorites, got three of my favorites, uh, and it kind of sets up the ongoing overarching storyline for this season. Uh, two of my absolute favorites. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this has got uh, Supergirl having bad dreams about doing evil stuff and the kind of the investigation. But not stuff. dirty stuff. No, you have the dreams about Supergirl doing the dirty stuff. That's You're confusing reality with... with no, you said sleeping. He has those when he's awake. <laughs> I'm having one now. Anyways, uh, what were the uh, we'll let we'll let we'll let Brian bask in that for a moment, Keith. What were the goods in this episode? <clears throat> I uh, well, my my only good, and it's not because I don't have a lot of good. It's more please. Um, is I love the fact that they're still they're they're going on with the Greenland Green Arrow and uh, Black Canary. Oh, okay. Him sort of like uh, obsessing right now. Yeah. I actually kind of glancing over shoulder yeah, in the yeah, and Brian, you even brought this up, I think, once or twice. Uh, the 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 lunchroom scenes or the cafeteria scenes, and you always find somebody, you know, there's always a cool background yeah. character. They always do a neat little bit, and like, yeah, the Green Arrow kind of glancing over shoulder at, at Black Canary. Talking about his cool. dreams, and he's looking over his shoulder, looking at her, sitting by herself. 
sad. She wasn't sad. She was no, she's good by herself. You have all these people up there, and you don't not hang out with anyone. A lady with games like that should never be alone. Now you're stealing my old-fashioned talk type of a thing. <laughs> so what were your goods, Brian? I really had no goods for this episode. Wow. Okay. It's um, all glee. I loved the... Uh, <laughs> the op- I really liked the opening. The opening scene with Supergirl doing all the bad stuff and, you know, like her being real, like, you know, oh, you're the, you're the, you're the last loose end, you know, and... Uh, I thought that was a really good kind of dark opening. And then, you know, I, I'm sure this was probably amongst your guys, <coughs> but I love kind of the uh, officially Galatea, but evil power girl. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was just a great, it's, it's a great addition to this uh, to this series. She plays a big part later, but uh, this is her kind of her debut and her origin piece. Uh, not to just be the gushing J- JLU fan, I have no bads and I have no huzz, so I will leave that to you two gentlemen. Uh, I'm at Zilch and Nada for those also. I have no bads, I have a few huzz. Okay. Because uh, Keith, of course, can nitpick anything. No, Joker created the Royal Flush Gang. We skipped Superman the Animated Series and we skipped the original series of Justice League Unlimited, or not, it's when it was just called Justice League, so it was the Joker Big Seven. Joker created them? The Joker created okay, the Royal Flesh Okay, I never heard of that, so that's, that was a big... It huh? was one of my least... The, the kids who did the Teen Titans series okay. did the voices of the Royal Flesh Gang, and it is literally like, I love the Royal Flesh Gang, they're a theme team, I've always loved them, but the, it was just one that the, their voices rubbed me in the wrong way. Okay, I just... Because all the other animated they've been in doesn't mention Joker. The comics never mentioned Joker. No, that was uh, that was a you never saw that episode type. Okay, of thing. yeah, okay, so stupid. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, during the big fight, uh, no one contacts anyone else from Justice League. That when they're fighting against her and, and yeah, but they're fighting inside Star Labs, so they really no, they're fighting outside. There were cars. And no, stuff. dude, that was that was, was like hologram. it was a hologram. Oh, it was a hologram. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was like her her training center or whatever it was hard like constructs. They made reference to that. Oh, okay, I must have missed that part. Tried to watch it last night, couldn't. <laughs> Today was a little distracting, and then the the not that I'm complaining, but the butt shot view of of Supergirl while from. Uh, Power Girl's ass as you're looking at uh, Supergirl on the ground. The, the, the camera's right. It's basically like Joss Whedon went, oh, I want to do that with Black Widow and Loki. I know that's a glee for you. But, but literally, it's like the no, I'm not a pig. Okay, no one, if you're a first-time listener, you might believe that. Uh, but you, why do you two guys always notice the weird kind of butt crotch? Because I look at camera angles. You, you know what? I, and I've got uh, I've got one coming up that I'm going to talk about. So okay, I didn't so, talk about that one. Obviously, it, it didn't offend me. I, I didn't say it was offend, but it's like it's just I imagine it's supposed to be for kids. <laughs> Daddy needs a little something, something. Okay, there you go. All right. So what was the glee coming out of this one, boys? And it's obviously Brian's going to have the butt shot of... No, he didn't. I actually didn't. Oh, okay. I, I never devolved into that. Um, Supergirl and Power Girl in one episode. Uh, are you fucking kidding me? Ironically, one of my glees is the three of my favorites, Martian Man, Under Green Arrow, and The Question, were in this episode. So. Uh, that's another one of my glees. Uh, the fucking question was unfucking real and all of his little the the is is your world is your entire world a sinister conspiracy theory 
And he turns and goes, yours too. Yeah. You just don't know it. <laughs> yeah, he's, no. he's priceless. He's the, my, my favorite question line is, what, do you go through my garbage? I go through everyone's garbage. He laughs. Through, I, I go <laughs> through everyone's garbage. I like the continuity and that they brought Green Arrow. Supergirl went to Green Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was, yeah, yes. she's like Madam in the first yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, and she's comfortable with him. I, I thought that uh, the Green Arrow and the question were just a great oh, they team up. They were just, uh, and you would think that Green Arrow being the, the social justice warrior that he is, uh, would actually be a little bit more into what the question was saying. I liked when, uh, the, are you, all the conspiracy theories, theory. Yeah. It's all one. It's all one. Yeah. Everything ties yeah. together, yeah. Um, and then Kolshak. Oh, okay. I was hoping you guys noticed, but yeah, the one of the reporters in the bar yeah, yeah. and the guy runs up to it was Carl Kolshak. That's Fucking it. Fucking A, dude. That is it. The, I thought that the fight between um Kara and Galatea was awesome. I mean they they really got into the power. Yeah, the scope of it, you know, yes. they're knocking buildings down and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, that was cool. And then there's an overarching villain. We don't know who that is yet. Okay. And I'm excited about that. There is a conspiracy theory. Okay. Yes, just one. All right, Keith, what do you got? He, he took basically all of mine. It it's, uh, mostly revolves around the question, being a big fan of the comic when it came out. and They actually did have a crossover between Question and Green Arrow. I, lo I love those two together. Uh just fantastic. I, I, love, I love the question. I just wanted his own show. All right. Well, again, we cover. We've got it all covered here. This, these are going to make for kind of short uh, reviews because we're all liking the same things. But the one, th I specifically the question with when he's in the cab and he's got the reporter there. Ah, oh, what do you think of that uh, that prepackaged uh, teen pop stuff? He's like, ah, I hate it. Throws it on, puts the trans, you know, triggers the transmutation gas and stuff like that. And like that whole like, there's a scream over the. Over like the, the the I thought that was just like chilling, man. I was just like that is the you know like the 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 good use of like making pop music creepy type of thing. I thought that was awesome. So all right, what was the uh, what was the star rating on this one, boys? Uh, four and a half for me. Four and a half for me. I'll go four and a half as well. Gotta gotta keep consistent. Let us know what you think.